0: I was so happy that Ileana and Lorenzo took the time for an Orange Socks interview. We talked about their beautiful daughter, Giselle, who has microcephaly and cerebral palsy. They found out that Giselle had ventricular megaly in utero at their 20-week pregnancy checkup. At that time, they were given the option of terminating the pregnancy, which they refused. Thank you both for meeting with me. I'm really excited to talk with you. Ileana, tell me, when did you find out that that your daughter had a a condition or issues?
1: So we found out at the 20-week ultrasound. Giselle was actually a bit of a surprise to us because at the time we were on birth control. So it was kind of an exciting time for us, a a little bit of a shock. At the 20-week ultrasound, she had some abnormalities in her brain and they told us that there was an enlarged ventricle so they referred that as um, ventriculomegaly. I was assured that it was mild, kind of insignificant, but they still asked me if I wanted to proceed with the pregnancy which I said of course. So the genetic testing came back fine. We didn't have anything. Everything was within normal limits or was negative so we thought we were in the clear And so she was born on November 30th, uneventful, she was great, we took her home and we thought you know the worst was behind us so to speak. It wasn't until her four-month checkup that she was missing milestones and the pediatrician made some comments but you know we'd follow up with the six-month. We got to the six-month follow-up and she had made no progress so it was at that point that we were referred to early intervention we started with precautionary that's what they said and so we started pt and ot and the months just kept going and that gap of where she needed to be and where she was just kept kind of growing further apart it's been more of a journey and an adventure to get that diagnosis because it wasn't just a single appointment it was all during different periods within her first two years of life. So in terms of the microcephaly that she was eventually diagnosed, they used to just tell me that she was falling off the curve, that her head was just a little bit smaller. They never actually told me that she had microcephaly. I actually came across that term looking at paperwork that said, you know, referring diagnosis was microcephalus. So I used my investigating skills of the internet and was shocked because what you find online may not always be as positive. So that was that diagnosis. And then in terms of cerebral palsy, that actually just came six months ago after me pleading with them. And we had gotten outside information that that was probably the cause of all the gross motor delay. So it was just a different experience um, each time. I think we were using global developmental delay was kind of the diagnosis we got for the longest time, up until six months ago.
0: Hmm. So, Lorenzo, you there were some issues, obviously, that were picked up in utero, but it sounds like it wasn't too much of a concern then, and then later on, we found out there were some other issues. What, what have been your thoughts through this, through this journey? How old is she now?
1: She's three.
2: Three years, huh? What have been your thoughts over the past three years? Having a daughter with microcephaly, and now being diagnosed with cerebral palsy, It's been a a great opportunity for me to appreciate children with special needs. My mom adopted my youngest sibling. He's a Down syndrome. Looking at him at the age of 14, it's like he's special, you know? What is Down syndrome? He's just as special as any child. I didn't see him as a special needs. I saw him as my little brother. So that transition and helped me prepare for Giselle. I was ready to be a father, be there for my wife, really. And it's been a blessing to have her in my life and appreciate children with special needs.
0: Eliana, what's been the hardest things that you've had to deal with over the past three years?
1: Oh my goodness. I think just finding my voice in this whole process, there was so much that was coming at us all the time. And just being able to get through this new schedule. I have an older daughter, so balancing and making sure that everyone's needs were met when your youngest has needs that supersede. It was a hard transition to kind of find a balance, as well as to get as much information as possible to be able to advocate for her. At the beginning there was a lot of you need to go here you need to do this you need to do that and there was a lot of conflicting information that made me feel overwhelmed i think the hardest thing in terms of the challenges that Giselle faces i think just managing there's a lot of anxiety that she has that's sometimes been difficult to overcome and sleep for her has been a difficult thing which then kind of changes the dynamics of our home but just kind of getting into solid ground has been the challenge that I've faced so far.
0: What have been the joys?
1: (laughs) She's amazing. I mean, that little girl has grown my heart into just this immeasurable size. Because their delays are so significant, every little thing is so magnified, is so important. I think as a family, my oldest daughter, we look at her and we are all just amazed that, yay, she ate and and all of her food or she's crawling. I think also seeing her little personality develop because we hit a plateau of what she was doing for so long, I'm just so thankful that she's mine. She's my daughter, I love her through and through. It's been an absolute blessing. In spite of all of the other challenges, it's made it absolutely all worth it. For sure.
2: What have been your joys, Lorenzo? Seeing what Ileana's talking about, you know, seeing her hit certain milestones and and seeing her personality, her unique likes and dislikes come through (laughs) and she has a personality and it's been great, a blessing to see her grow. I see her older sister and I see her and I see their own unique likes and dislikes and and her personality is just, it's growing and it's just a big blessing and very comforting that she continues to hit milestones.
0: Eliana, what's been the impact of her life on your immediate family as well as extended family?
1: I think in terms of our family, we do have a small family and as far as like the relationship Giselle has with her grandparents, my mother and her husband have been phenomenal. They do not see the disability. They're just loving and they want her to be included in terms of her sister. I mean that bond is just ridiculously adorable. Vienna is constantly this mini advocate for her sister. She doesn't even know it. She thinks that, you know, Giselle's orthotics are just her cute boots. Um, And she tells her friends that, you know, her little sister's gonna ride the little yellow school bus. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to kind of see that unfold. In terms of our friends and extended family, I think it's been such a great opportunity to educate them and to bring awareness most of them had never really seen what disabilities is supposed to look like or had this perception of what it is. I know I did before I had sell. So it's been an awesome opportunity to kind of use both the challenges and the strengths to kind of help them redefine what disabilities is. So that's been really awesome to see for sure.
0: Um, if I came to you, Lorenzo, just coming back from a 20-week checkup, finding that the physician has noticed some issues on the sonogram that might indicate microcephaly. What advice would you give me as a prospective parent?
2: You know, as a father, I've learned that it's important to discuss and understand your strengths and weaknesses. With Ileana, I had to be a better communicator and just being upfront and honest saying, let's get a game plan going. And through a learning curve on my part, looking back, I wish I would have better communicated. What can I bring to the table? How can I help? best and what are my weaknesses and how can we work through them so I can be a better father a better husband to not let her feel that she doesn't have my support. And so looking back I wish I would have done a better job of communicating with her.
0: Good advice. Eliana, what advice would you give me as a
1: new parent? I think looking back at those early days brings up a lot of emotion. I think the first thing I would probably do is just give you a big hug because I just know how hard that is to just kind of process that. I think the biggest advice I would give is that it's okay to, to grieve and to feel hurt. I think I felt embarrassed that I felt that way because I saw other families that were ahead of me and they were finding this joy and this peace or kind of this great perspective. And I felt like I was a bad parent because I felt that. And thinking about that, I think it's okay to feel that. And I think my advice would be just not to stay there and to give yourself some grace in that it takes time, that you have to go through that hard stuff. And the only way to kind of find that perspective is to deeply seek community. Most of the solid, practical advice I've been given in this period of time have been from other parents and seeing them and following their journey has then reinforced my perspective in that it's going to be okay and as well as it's helped me to redefine what okay means
0: you know um you have to go through the process as a parent accepting the hard parts and the joys is it worth
1: it absolutely Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah,
2: Lorenzo? Yeah, I, I agree. It's been great just to see Giselle grow. She's brought something special in my life that I really appreciate. I'm very thankful for. Any final thoughts?
1: I think it's just an awesome opportunity to share our story. I think we've tried to do that to bring as much hope. There's such a stigma or this perception, this false narrative of what disabilities are supposed to look like, that it's This awful, tragic thing in our experience and in the experience of so many that we follow, it has produced something so amazing, so irreplaceable that I think is something that needs to be shared. Life doesn't have to be this perfect thing to still be wonderful and amazing. And I think that that's like our biggest thing to share is that we're not a pity story. We are living a great life. It just happens to look very different. Thank you both. Thank
0: you. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you.